from New York City. The Comedy Cellar and Rethink Production present Live from America Podcast. We will make America great again. How about new, you crazy Dutch bastard? Live from America Podcast. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created. No, 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 no. Excuse me. Just so you understand. We can't be the stupid country anymore. Live from America Podcast. I believe we can keep the promise of our founding. The idea that if you're willing to work hard, it doesn't matter who you are or where you come from or what you look like or where you love. It doesn't matter whether you're black or white or Hispanic or Asian or Native American or young or old or rich or poor, able, disabled, gay or straight. You can make it here in America if you're willing to try. It's just words, folks. It's just words. This is Live from America Podcast with Noam Dorman and Haddon Gab. Well, welcome to Live from America Podcast from the Comedy Cellar. Uh, great show tonight. And let me start right away with uh, our guests, uh, free speech advocate, uh, Mr. Nico Perino. Yes, per- sir. I was gonna say you don't you don't have be, you don't have belief. You look be- skeptical over there. You, so didn't I, believe in you. you know me too well. <laughs> Comedian Tony Dow is back from oh, his so. CIA missions, <laughs> and we have an unemployed uh, lady with opinion Ciao. and a drink. Hillary Clinton's here. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> Lee Rowland is back. Welcome back. Thank and Noam Dorman, of course, is here. How you doing, Noam? Hi. Hi. You look like you have something you want to say right away. So we were talking about before we came on the air about this, uh, and of course I got it slightly wrong, but not not um, seriously wrong. Which is is my mic as loud as the other mics, or is it just my mic? You got the yeah. fancy mic. Yeah. yeah, do I always have the fancy mic? What? what? Anyway, um, the headline is Ruby Rose leaves Twitter after criticisms that she isn't gay enough for Batwoman. So apparently, this did you hear about this story? I heard about this story. Yeah. Apparently, this actress is bisexual and gender fluid or something and she's bat the new bat woman not bat girl is supposed to be gay and in this new world we live in you have to be gay to play somebody gay and what made me think of this is that you were talking about colombo being italian right. but right. peter falk was jewish and i was right. wondering if, if today in today's day and age a, a only an italian actor could play colombo what well, is no Col- look at everybody loves raymond brad, brad oh, garrett Brad Garrett's. Uh, well, that's Peter, that's that's all. That's old also. Well, I'm just saying in general. No, they wouldn't because well, they'd be too. They'd be too ethnic. Even actually, originally Ray's parents supposed to be played by. Um, talking to Mike Tony. Uh, Ray's parents supposed to be like is that. How it works. Mm. Shit, nobody ever told me. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder why they're not laughing. No wonder my career. <laughs> <laughs> no one they're is just laughing. staring at me like this. Mime sucks. But uh uh. uh Originally, the parents were supposed to be played by uh, Julie Travolta and um, uh, Tony LoBianco, and the network said they were too ethnic, so they got Peter Boyle so it's and Doris Roberts because they can't have Italian Americans playing Italian Americans because they're too greasy. Okay. So, what do we think about this idea that you have to be what it is that you're playing? Well, can, but, can, can I can I relate this a but little bit? She already bit? plays a lesbian on uh, yeah. Orange Is the New Black, so why? Yeah, I to why to, to the James Bond new new thing, is it related? Like Idris Elba. Is going to be the new black, or they want him to be? Is that a still, black is James that still Bond? A thing? No, that's not a thing anymore. No. no, it is. It is actually two days ago. One of the of the owners of the uh, uh, of the uh, James Bond oh. rights says he wants him. 
But now, so but it's not confirmed. Now but now he's getting no, it's older. It's not confirmed. Yeah. But I mean, he's the only, he he's one of three that owns the character of James yeah. Bond. So he said, "I want him to be." Is that Albert you know, Broccoli? I'm not sure. He's yeah. a guy who lives in Jamaica, I think, who writes all the James Bond books. Oh, writes the new ones. Yeah. Then, then you know, the guy who wrote the original ones also wrote a famous kids' novel. Maybe it's the original guy. Oh, who was the kids' Jamaica. novel? No, the Ian Fleming. He wrote Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Did he? Ian Fleming, yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. I didn't cool. know that. I'm glad we're having the conversation. Really? Yeah, yeah but I mean, <laughs> so, 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 yeah. Do you have to be lesbian to play lesbian? But I thought she played a lesbian on Orange Is the New Black. So I don't know what you're talking about. And well, let the, me tell you something. She plays a magnificent lesbian. <laughs> Listen, she's uh, a is there any other kind? Human. She's amazingly good-looking. Huh. Um, I, I have no idea who she is. I think this believes. I believe this started with Scarlett Johansson, who was supposed to play a transgender yes. person, and she got drummed right out of that role. Yeah. Because, and this goes back to something we were talking about earlier, how everything is blood in the water. Like the satisfaction of getting Scarlett Johansson to back. Now they turn their eye. What's the next person who's playing something well, I she don't shouldn't know. play? And now you it's a full-blown what? movement. And but that's not the thing. The thing is that it's not like they're trying to do some great humanitarian project and somebody's getting drummed out of it. They're trying to make money. Oh, look, you're not going to buy it with her? Oh, how about her? No, you don't want her? Okay, how about her? That's all it is. No. That has nothing to do with anything. We're not going to buy it with her. We'll buy it with Michael Keaton playing the transgender character. I don't think the movie's going to get... I, how can they make more money without one of the biggest movie stars in the world than with her? They're going to... I, 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 I bet you they won't even make that movie without... I bet you yeah. that movie's going to... I bet you <clears> people <throat> pull right out of that movie without Scarlett well, Johansson. Well, you know what? I don't even believe... You know what? I don't buy... I think that's bullshit, the story about Scarlett Johansson, because Marvel owns her. Why would they let her do a DC movie? That doesn't make any sense. I call bullshit. They didn't her. Tony, yeah. it's, 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 I didn't make it she up. She was mm -hmm. signed up for the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't think that's a conspiracy. Why? Because... She wrote a whole letter saying why she's backing out. Well, if... I don't buy it. Well, if if... On the other conversation, no, this was, she's Black was Widow. This, are you drunk? This was not Scarlett Johansson playing. Bit, actually. This was not Scarlett Johansson <laughs> playing Batwoman. This is Scarlett like Johansson Batgirl. playing. A, no, this is two different things. Two different, two you different are drunk. Things. What playing? What playing? What? I, was it playing a transgender <laughs> character? Yeah. Oh, I thought the cat, the new cat girl's was transgender. No, 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 no. That's no. Ruby. Uh, that's in your. That's your fantasy. Are you telling me I wasted that erection for nothing? Oh God! <laughs> that's your fantasy. Well, the same thing with with James Bond. I think if he's the black James Bond, I think he's gonna break every record in selling tickets, just like the Black Panther thing, you know. But that doesn't black but, what? Well, well, now that this conversation's the, well, happening, they can't have a white James Bond. Not the black Bond. It's pretty damn tough at yeah, this point. Yeah, yeah. How do you hire a white James Bond now? Shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can hire Clive but, Owen. But I think yeah. uh, he's, a, he's a little, <laughs> little ripe on the <laughs> shelf. I like, love uh, Lucy Clive Owen, but dude's you can hire on Clive the upper Owen. end <laughs> of a James Bond sex No, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of, you know, white actors that can play. But, you know, is it is it going to be, you know... Well, it'll just be a PR mess. That's what I mean. Yeah, right. exactly. Oh, absolutely. So, well, I think he's getting too old now, look, too. We, Ten we years want, ago. We want to think of entertainment as something like any magical artist can do it. I, I get what you're at. Like, of course, ideally in a world we want any actor to play something. But I think we have to acknowledge that it's almost never that, say, women or black men have played a part that's traditionally a white guy. The reason we're talking about Bond is because it never fucking happens. So I think if you are somebody who is... And, and Hollywood has a shitty record. The higher you go up the pyramid, right, there are fewer female directors, there are fewer female producers, right? The more the money's involved, the, more, the less diverse it is. So I think the problem is that if you got a big picture transgender character, you got a, you know, a heavy hitting black character I th or a gay character, I think for folks in those communities, they're thinking, oh, for shit's sake, right? We're never going to break into the roles because they're all written by overwhelmingly white, straight 
people, right? At least give us that goddamn roles we were born to play. And and so what I'm saying is, of course, I think we agree on the end goal, which is we should have a society where anybody can play any role. The reality is that, you know, disability rights got a bump when Tom Cruise was the My Left Foot dude, right? Or um, Daniel Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, Daniel Day-Lewis, right, who's a wonderful actor. Sorry, sorry, thank you. Um, And and of course, like, we have those issues with high-profile trans characters, right? I'm forgetting that Brandon... Tina story, the woman who played yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, but yeah. but you know, th- people complained about Daniel Day Lewis playing. No, the- that's oh. what I'm saying. I think I think there is a but weird bell curve, right? Which is that of course people in the majority at first are going to be the ones who are bankable stars. So you got to get a non-disabled actor, right? But sometimes they write guy. movies specifically for. Of an actor and when that happens cool yeah. but i'm just saying like obviously there is a benefit you get the bankable star but in show business there are different rules yeah I mean, they don't care if you're gay playing a straight character or straight as long as you're not character. out as gay no, seriously because you're not bankable if no, you no, come as long out as you're bankable, and paying a like, rom-com star yeah of course you know they don't care if you're gay or straight and, it doesn't matter and i think i have some sympathy for this as a lawyer which is an overwhelmingly male profession in the same way as you go up the ranks right so like when you get to the supreme court the number of women who have argued cases is infinitesimal and i I've been in the mix in those cases where cases go in the Supreme Court and people say, who's the best person to argue this case? And 10 times out of 10, 10 times out of 10, the person with the most experience, which is akin, I think, to the most bankable star, right? The, per- the Scarlett Johansson's, the person who's going to sell your movie, is going to be someone who's already benefited from the status quo. And that's overwhelmingly going to be the same right, socioeconomic right. And, and racial profile. But, but so, you're talking about regular movies. What about porn? I feel the same way about porn. There's, more, for that, <laughs> there's more women. Well, no, and they I'm are saying, the stars I would say that's, in the top well, of the pyramid. That's different I watch because I think the people there fucking should get a choice <laughs> and in we, who they're And they get paid more. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just saying, like, it is actually a tough ceiling to break through. So I have sympathy for the idea that people say, hey, the way we start to make cracks in the ceiling, at least give us the parts that marginalized folks are uniquely qualified to play. And, like, of course, I'm not a huge fan of the PC circle jerk takedown culture. But I oh, think I in like this that. case, I com- PC circle jerk takedown. I completely <laughs> understand the instinct to say, "Are you kidding me? Culture. Really?" <laughs> well, I, I mean, you're, you're, one of us. I, I don't know. Yeah, your argument about okay, tra- a transgender. In every case I've been on, if we went with the lawyer who's the most experienced, I would have very few arguments, right? Unless I stuck out on my own. So I, I just my view on that is, of course, you can make a, like the most bankable star argument, but the reality is that ten times out of ten, you're going to just be replicating the status quo if if that's your entire justification for who you cast. Yeah. That's all. Well, a, a transgender actor or actress probably might read as it might be a it might be uh difficult based on the way they look or maybe not i don't know i'm gonna say the wrong thing to play you already did to play <laughs> just any role like like you, you, you like you don't really it could be possible that there'd be like a transgender male who can play tom cruise's role and you would still sure you still think it was sure. a dude it's possible but absolutely you're, you're down to a very i know many trans men who totally but it's also the quality yeah, of the artist but no but you're still yeah. they're, you're past, they're still gonna take off their shirt it's it you're still down to a uh, you're talking about one thousandth of the population that's even transgender so or, you're or yeah. actors. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you and, are and, correct that yeah. Hollywood is a uniquely shallow yeah. and kind of skin-based but, but industry. Wait, but I'm sure. going to grant you that it would be a nice gesture since that person has so few roles that they could probably get. If there actually is a role for a transgender person, it's not that they're entitled to it, but well, you know, that's a, that would be a nice but country to live in. What if you get a better artist? Wait, yeah. but I don't think anybody's gay entitled or straight to a role. is totally irrelevant. 
It's totally irrelevant. Or maybe even even maybe even gender. Gender. Would you rather have Kate Blanchett playing Hamlet or you are Paulie drunk. Shore? He's drunk. Do you not book drunk guys? <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm not drunk. Well, I mean, Robert, no am I reason, drunk? There's no reason that Hamlet couldn't be a chick, but you'd have to rewrite. I mean, it'd be awkward and distracting yeah, well, for the audience, was right? Will so. Smith played that. Kate Blanchett yeah. just, but bisexual well, can't play lesbian? Hamlet. This is what it, we bisexual can't play lesbian? That's new to me. Well, didn't so, women Angelina used to not be able to play women? Too, yeah. on the stage originally didn't men play women yeah, yeah the good old days exclusively yeah. Angelina <laughs> Jolie played days. salt <laughs> Angelina Jolie did salt and again. it was supposed to be Tom Cruise you know and yeah. Angelina Jolie played salt well that's of course you great know? but that, that so, has nothing to do to like point. that's not really the same you know you yeah. can rewrite a character and have it be a great yeah. protagonist of any race of any gender of any sexuality and that's a cool thing but that's a little different from saying who do we shoehorn into this existing yeah. world, right? Listen, we're I mean what I'd like is parts that were actually written for people who were interesting and diverse like you know, more like. So, did are. you have a problem with Steven Spielberg directing *The Color Purple*? A problem? No. Or would you? Would you? No. Would you? Chandler's list. Would you be under? There was. He got even back then. There was. He got flack. I don't think. I don't think. I think the could modern analogy was the two guys, the creators who announced they were doing that. Uh, what if the Civil War won? Right? And are they the guys? They're the guys from some big HBO. They're big HBO showrunners. I'm hesitant no, I, to say. I haven't seen that. that but there I was a say. huge fury about four months ago when two <laughs> yeah. white guys, and I'm I. Think I know their names, but I'm worried I'm going to mangle it, so I don't want to say it. But they, I think they're Jewish. They're what big the time showrunners. Well, I I meant what show, not their ethnicity, what show they worked on. I think they're like Game of Thrones or Sopranos level. Yeah, I thought like, it was Game. I thought they worked what, on Game of Thrones. But that's what I'm saying. I'm hesitant. I think yeah. it was David mm -hmm. Benioff, but it's like rattling around in the corners of my okay. brain attic. But, so anyway, but there was a huge furor about what if the it was a historical fiction about what if the you know Civil War had been lost. Kind of like was it Black Mirror about what yeah, the Nazis? Totally. Yeah. It was like racial Black Mirror and. And, you know, largely people of color, but certainly not exclusively, were kind of like, hey, fuck you. We feel like we're living it. But, they, you know, people were infuriated that two white showrunners would be like, hey, this is fun racial entertainment without bringing somebody who. And, and I have sympathy for that viewpoint in a way that I don't have for the idea that we should be mad about Steven Spielberg directing Color Purple. And that show got torpedoed. They, they ended yeah, up not going forward so. with I the, the show. Right. Yeah. But you, you have another show like that. What the, the show about what if the Nazis won? Yeah, yeah, Black Mirror. The, the, no, it's not Black Mirror. The Man in the High Castle. The Man in the High Castle. What's Black Mirror? Black Mirror is like That's just like a Twilight Zone type. It's technology Twilight Zone. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Technological dystopia. It's like, we'll live stream your mother's murder unless you whack off on a web. I have to watch these shows. That's not a depiction of the show. We're talking about Black Mirror, which is No, what's the Nazi one? No, Man in the High Castle. Man in the High Castle. Oh, the romantic comedy, right? Well, wasn't there another show like that called Motherland? I don't know about that one. Where the yeah, I don't know. Yeah, years ago. Yeah, hmm. cool. Hmm. Well, in, in any event, I think that we 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 do have a problem with uh, over worrying about identity in our culture, and you know, it's tearing us apart. So well, I do but, too. But I think that for you to single in on the kind of PC version of that identity culture is is a little intellectually was, dishonest. Because oh, we I, stop I with think, that intellectually dishonest. Yeah. The, the it just says Ruby Rose, Ruby Rose leaves no, Twitter no, 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 after criticism. No. She what isn't I'm saying gay is enough. for you to cite that as an example Wait, I, post. Uh, well, to prove a, a like some kind of big thesis that we're in identity politics, politics land. Like, excuse me, I was awake and alive in the '90s and the 2000s when identity politics meant the right wing moral majority being snowflakes Willie, about everything, trying Willie to shut Hort down students on Horton? campus. We we are living in a time that I think, madness, yeah, madness and all this stuff. Yeah, of course it's madness, and Twitter has exacerbated I that. But but I'm, I just want to go on record as saying it's job. not just lefty hysterics that are engaged in the bullshit circle jerk culture. It is yeah, it absolutely right-wingers as well. Listen, she didn't lose her job. She didn't lose her job. Of course it is. She left Twitter. That's what this is about. She left Twitter? 
Yeah. Oh. Oh my, my God. God. Um, uh, uh, a lot of people are leaving Twitter. Um, uh, Tanahasi no. Coates left Twitter because all this Lots outrage people, stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, Twitter's just a cesspool. Uh, the the point being that um, there's there's big public outcry now that the fact that a that a bisexual shouldn't be able to play a lesbian. If you if you don't, I mean, this is it speaks for itself. I mean, where it it never ends. And yes, I I do think it's just on the left. I do really? not. Yeah, at really. All. A lot of people don't totally think Muslims should be in the country. That's not on the left. What, on that it? particular issue? Yeah, yeah, I mean, and that's get... identity politics. All I'm objecting to, I'm not objecting to anything you said or any point you made. What I'm objecting to is you claiming that is the entirety of identity politics. Because identity politics was invented by psychotic Christian white men to get people in a voting block to take out Democrats. And, and that's just factual, Noam. Okay. I mean, so if you're deciding only to label it identity politics when the people involved are gay or bi, okay, well, let's look at the, let's look, let's look around part. at the issues that we're facing in the headlines that are identity politics related. Mm -hmm. Let's see where they come from. So Donald Trump revoking the security clearance of anybody mm -hmm. who speaks out against him. That that's would not, be, I would identity say, politics. of course it is. Well, now you're, no, we're How about, about the Muslim ban? That's what I'm saying. It's a bullshit phrase. It's just something that No, that identity you, politics means mean? that we are, um, Basically, that we are dividing people up by their race, ethnicity, and sexual preference. Oh, okay. So well, Charles Murray. The... Okay, so we're talking so, about the so, Charles so Murray. So, for type. instance, that Colin uh, that ha Kaepernick. Tony, please. Uh. That <laughs> he, he really is drunk. It's upsetting me. That <laughs> no, that that um uh Harvard is limiting Asians to twenty percent. Yeah, if the, if what we've heard about the discovery in that case is true, it's oh, horseshit. of course it's true. They've, yeah. we've, they've quoted from yeah. documents. Um. That is identity politics of the of a type of a type that we didn't even think we would have in this country anymore, and it's and it's from the left. Now, give me an example of something similar from the right. Literally every bit of disgusting race baiting that this president has done to keep his base intact, like calling Omarosa a dog or empowering you know many, ICE agents to abuse but it's not suspects. How many people Trump has called a dog? Uh, two, actually. The other one was David Axelrod. No, I, 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 heard, I heard on the radio somebody listed like 15 examples. Well, of that's impressive. But what I'm saying is when he... Okay, so another I, I, By the way, I'm, is, I'm totally offended by him calling her a dog. Uh, oh, you should be. Another stat is that 80% of the people yeah. he has called, he has insulted their intelligence have been black. Okay, that's, that's not pretty true. remarkable. That's, that's not true. I don't think I, it's true. I, 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 I think went, it is. It is absolutely not true. I went through this with Max Boots' article, and I, there's a whole list on the, Washington, of, on the Wall, okay. Wall Street Journal. And it's... it's, it's it's white, pretty remarkable. White, 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 white calling a stupid intelligence. He called really? David, he called David Brooks stupid. He called Charles Crowhammer stupid. He called so many white people stupid. I have to say, I, I anecdotally, it feels much more like the high-profile punches have been punching down at black people. Like Unbelievably who? Like who? so. Maxine Waters. Okay. Um, Don oh, Lemon. Oh, listen, LeBron if, James, who like, could run intellectually. Can we, can we stop? Can we stop family? at Maxine Waters for a yeah, second? Sure. Don't. Wouldn't you have to present me with a name of somebody who's anybody thinks is not stupid before it can be evidence that Trump is racist by calling her stupid. I mean, who is dumber than Maxine Waters? She's a laughing stock. I mean, uh, uh, she speaks in coherent yeah. syntax, unlike our president. But it's weird that you want to stop on Maxine because we just talked about LeBron James, a man who is unbelievably and obviously intelligent. No, the no, second you should have started with, with LeBron. Yeah. I'm saying yeah. Maxine Waters. My God, she's she's a she's a Looney Tunes. Okay, but I was answering your question. As yeah. much as you want to pick it apart, I yeah. believe that the race race baiting, thumping crap about Mexicans as rapists about immigrants as illegals, about people as dogs and animals, that shit is out of the Nazi playbook. It is 
100% identity politics because it is beyond dog whistling at this point. And to only label something like purist leftists whining about someone not being gay enough as identity politics and to not say a man with real institutional power is using race-based language to get people to isolate and hate their fellow citizens is not identity politics to me does not pass the laugh test that is in that is only a formula that one person could devise only to create a certain outcome it's not something that's being equally applied to both sides of the political spectrum what about the muslim ban like why why is your bias that that's not identity politics no it is but muslim for 90 days so they could figure out what's going on it took like a year before they got it passed well they had it was supposed to be for 90 days to figure out what's going on uh, I think. Why that, did they figure out what's going on? They had a, they had three hundred sixty. Those days. are identity politics. I think right? that that um, him calling Alex Jones a good guy is having the bikers on yesterday. Like <clears throat> all of that is signaling to America, this is the prototype of the Trump voter. That is the the very core definition of identity politics, and it's worse because in his case, I think it is defined in part by here's the other, and that's why they're not only not good enough, but people that we're fundamentally fomenting a long-term race war against. And that, that Nazis is don't vote for Democrats, period. I, I, if, you, if I can get it out, I think that the uh, the, the, the anti-immigration uh, thing that Trump is involved in is identity politics. Yeah, good. Um, I'm trying to think in my mind why I... I, 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 I let's put it another way. If there is a movement against viewing people by the color of their skin, by their cultural heritage, by their DNA, by all that. To the extent it exists anywhere in America today, it exists right of center and maybe with a few dying gas of a Joe Biden or something like that, the Democratic. And Barack Obama actually spoke a little bit about it. But it seems to me all the energy towards the permanent divvying up of America by ethnic and groups is on the left. The, the idea of the melting... And, and, and I would actually say, because I have some sympathy for the anti-immigration thing, although I'm not, I don't, I, I, I'm repulsed by the fact that they call them uh, rapists and things like that. I, I repulsed for two reasons: repulsed because it's not true, and second because it's, I think it's quite counterproductive to what they're trying to do. Certainly. But I do think that the fact that we don't value a melting pot anymore. Uh, is madness, and that's coming from the left. And I and I've said I think it's that you want to tell you want to tell me it's racist and identity politics to consider where people are from when they want to come into this country, but the second they get here legally, now that's all we're going to worry about. The meaning, like you can't tell me don't bring in more Asians. You can't tell me. But once they're here, oh, no, no, we don't want too many of them here. And we don't want too many of them here. Why do you identify and we Harvard so, with the left? That's what I don't understand. So, yeah, I went there, and I can assure you it's a no, ne- I, ne- place no, of neoliberal because, no, but I know. Bullshit. My daughter went to Brown. I understand that. The, 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 people, the, the people defending the people than, defending this kind of thing are people on Nobody on the right is defending keeping Asians out of Harvard. So let me agree with you to a point. So, yeah. Okay. So, and I, this is something I that mean, I'm- I mean, racists live I, on I the right, and racists are identity politics. Yeah, I get that. Let me see. The main- issue I had with the ACLU's policies before I no longer am on staff there and I'm not speaking for the ACLU quite clearly the opposite right was that the ACLU came to basically what I think was a devil's bargain in the mid 90s over the Matthew Shepard hate crimes act and they decided there would be a way to enforce a hate crimes law that is 
make giving you extra criminal penalties if you attack someone of a certain identity because of that identity right mm -hmm. and they came to a place where they did not oppose the bill and I was when that happened I, I think I was still in high school so by no means did I have anything. well didn't they support it and then decide they weren't going to support it <laughs> yes. anymore yeah. But I think the damage was done, which yeah. is to say that the ACLU came out with a public statement saying, in theory, we would support a hate crimes bill if you design it in such a way that the evidence isn't like just going through your, you know, library and pulling out Mein Kampf, like maybe you're your historian, right? There, there were evidentiary rules that in the criminal trial had to be very directly linked to your motivation. I still was never comfortable with that. And when I took my job at the ACLU, I was very honest. And I said, you know, I think they asked me in my job interview, do, you have, or do we have any policies you disagree with? And I said, hate crimes legislation. We never should have agreed with it. I'm really concerned about it. Um, I've seen it been abused in other countries, and I don't particularly want to shell for it. By the time I worked there, it was not a big deal uh, for the most part. And I think there have been studies that have shown that it's backfired. Wasn't and, the concern not just uh, about hate crimes, but also the double jeopardy concern? Yeah, that was yeah. A, that was a part of it, too. Yeah. Um, but as far as the, the thing that I was most concerned about was less the double jeopardy stuff. Yeah. I'm a good civil libertarian. And I care about that. But but as far as the idea that we can enshrine in law a greater penalty because of someone's identity. And I think it's probably the greatest policy mistake that the ACLU has made, at least that I've paid attention to, because I think there is huge evidence that those laws have been abused, reopened up. We're going to add Cops, right? And whatever you think of cops, even if you love them and you're, you think 100% of cops are good, the idea of adding a particular profession into a hate crimes law is batshit insane. It's batshit insane, right? And we have all these laws now if you... Um, hurt certain types of people, you get a higher penalty. In Spain, a Spanish man was charged under a hate crime law for bitching about his neighborhood cops on Facebook because the cops read it to the hate crime law. So I am with, and, and I admit that on a personal level, I have, I have some uncomfort with race-based affirmative action as opposed to economic, socioeconomic and class-based affirmative action because I think that is a better proxy actually for meaningful diversity in our universities. I'm sure I'm biased because I am like a working class kid. Biased. Nonetheless, I like I actually agree with you that writing those kind of things into the law, I disagree with. And that is pretty controversial for somebody on the left. What I don't agree with you is yeah. that having that kind of clapback culture is necessarily bad. I think in some ways, we talked about this last time I was on the show where we were talking about shaming people who are racist online and you had a lot of discomfort with it, which I'm empathetic to. But I also think that because our First Amendment is so absolutist, right? It is fundamentally different than any other country of humans has attempted to do. I think we need those steam valves more. And so my gut is that, yes, we uphold under the law a race-neutral regime. But as humans, it's good for us to say, hey, you're an asshole and I'm not buying what you're selling or I'm not going to watch your show or I don't like that you were cast as that character. It doesn't mean I agree with people with those opinions, but I think having that culture of call-outs is our crowdsourced replacement <clears throat> for the government being able to use those powers, and that's a system I prefer. So, you want to say something? But, but, well, I just to, listen, there's, there's an article in the Wall Street Journal, 47 people, places, and things that Donald Trump has insulted on Twitter, a complete list, and if you just browse through it, I don't see any waiting towards people who are black. And it starts with Matt Bai. Uh, I mean, it just goes on. Steve Bannon. He goes after anyone that criticizes him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so anyone that criticizes him is low IQ. It's, it's yeah. everyone. And one thing yeah. I'll give you is there may be an overlap with people who criticism, criticize him and people who are not white. Let me ask you a question. Wait, wait, wait. No, no. Let, let, let me go answer. I want to add two data points to what you were talking about. I think a lot of things that you're concerned about, Noam, for example, the outrage culture, the clapback culture, 
at least lately, it's been weaponized by the right. When you look at what happened with James Gunn, when you look at what happened with mm. Sarah, Sarah Jong, I mean, these are things, these are motivated campaigns by people like, um, what's his first name, Cernovich? Uh, Mike Cernovich. Yeah, Mike Cer- Cernovich. Um, yeah, to go after people like this. And they, they see it as sort of like revenge for what happened to people on their side, whatever, whatever you make about it. But the identity politics stuff, I think you can look at the left and see some evidence of it. Mark Lilla wrote a book, um, I forget the name of the book, but he talked about how the DNC during the 2016 election, when you looked at their campaign website, it didn't have, you know, how you go to most campaign websites, says issues, this is what I believe about the Second Amendment, this is what I believe about free speech, economic policy, whatever. Theirs was broken down by identity group. This is what we'll do for Hispanics, this is wow. what we'll do for blacks, this is what we'll do for this, that, or the other minority group. And Cernovich, uh, not Cernovich, uh, Mark Lilla was as a liberal, some might call him a neoliberal, was very concerned about this trend towards identity politics. And you didn't have that in the RNC, for example. Yeah, yeah. you don't have it. So, and, go ahead. You don't have it? Have you seen the RNC convention? Wait. So, well, you don't have that same sort of construction of the website by identity group. Well, let right. me ask you a question. You said you were a working class kid. In Harvard, would you say that uh, working class kids and prep school kids were equally uh, represented? You know the answer. To well, that. I know I know the answer. Yeah. So, so would you say they were more well represented than, than the Asian community? Yeah. Uh, um, no. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so, no. Yeah. And, and I mean, I, you know, I think my own, per- everyone's personal experience so, affects how they think. Yeah, but, so, you know, okay. I, I had a very diverse group of friends and very few of them were working class kids, even if they were racially right. I know. Diverse, my daughter right? went to Brown. A, yeah. Yeah. And she's a working class So there's a couple so, of more know. things. And she was no legacy. No, she wouldn't have been in high school Legacy. When I this is a totally true story. When I got into Harvard Law, my dad, who is a lifelong Yankees fan, and remember, this is a gentleman. Well, remember, as though everybody knows who I am. This is a dude who had me as a teenager, and dropped out of high school, um, as did my mom. And uh, he later uh, he got his GED. He did some college courses, but um, lifelong Yankees fan. I'm just emphasizing that me getting into Harvard Law School should have been a big deal. And I called him from college and I said, "Hey, Dad, I got into Harvard Law School. He takes a beat and he goes." Enemy fucking territory. <laughs> and I know he's probably going to listen to this, so hopefully he remembers it the same that's way. Wonderful. He's like, if you go to Fenway and it's not a Yanks game, you're dead to me. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's great. That's funny. So let's talk about... Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait this. So, uh, listen. What was it? I forgot what the other thing I was going to say. But I've talked about this on the show a lot, and just, it, to me, really is a poignant example. When my daughter in, in the first grade comes home, and she says, Daddy, you're white, right? My, now, my children are of color, as they say. Daddy, you're white. Uh, do you treat people badly? I'm like, what do you mean, sweetheart? She goes, in school, we learn about white people treating badly in the first grade. Now, she still believes in Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy. And I was like, well, have you ever seen Daddy treat anybody bad? She goes, no, I think, I think that maybe you used to. So as a parent, I do not see this as coming from the right. I see this as coming, it's, it's do-gooderism, just it, but it's gone, it's gone haywire. But in all fairness, and, you do live in a left bubble, no. And you do, and Chomsky Middle School. And my daughter, until that, until basically that day, really had not been thinking about race. She'd seen black people in her house, Asian, like, like shit. And now, since then, she identifies the race of everybody. But she from knows the teachers everybody. or from the other kids? No, no, this is because they're teaching them at, the, at an age that they really don't need to learn it and be that they're too young to even understand it. What are they teaching them? I don't to, that, that, that like race is a very existed? important thing about people. They're, slave, they're too young. They shouldn't be teaching them slavery in, in the first grade. Anyway. 
So yeah, so let's a couple of other things I want to talk about. But the first one, Amoroso, there's a specific part I want to ask you guys about, which is the non-disclosure agreements that Trump tried to have. They should keep slavery from them. I mean, like they have a unit on slavery in the first grade. They, they can't read or write, for goodness sakes. I, I learned about the Civil War in first grade. Yeah, I, I, I have to yeah. say, I feel yeah. like we did some yeah. real I mean, American very superficial yeah. stuff. I don't remember uh, that. Yeah. I mean, we in the middle... About, I, mean, I remember learning about, about white people are bad and, in okay. kindergarten. When, she, when she's not learning about slavery in the Civil War, she's reading Piggy and Gerald books. Green eggs and right? ham. Because for a kid who's maybe growing up in a, in a multicultural paradise, yeah. right? Yeah. Who's a kid say, of I'm, color Maybe if she wasn't a role. snowflake, she could deal with it. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, but like for her, maybe she just learned about the Civil War. I mean, she teaches about the Arab-Israeli conflict, too. I was just going to say. Oh, she knows about that one She's totally a BDS chapter leader already. In the Middle East, you learn about... Jews and Arabs when you're very young. No, just Jews. No, well, well the Jews teach them about, uh, and you have guns as toys. And oh, and I remember the other thing I said. So another example of identity <laughs> politics was. Remember when you wanted to talk about guns, over Yeah, I know. Uh, which, guns which and is um, the the whole Ferguson thing and Darren Brown and and uh, 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 Michael Brown and Darren Wilson. Uh -huh. Darren Brown. Um, Darren, hey, you're drunk. <laughs> Darren Wilson was exonerated, as you know, not like exonerated, like almost no one I've ever seen exonerated, you know, in my yeah. life. And I believe that his exoneration was the the spark that formed the Black Lives Matter movement in a formal way. So they, he was exonerated by Eric Holder's Justice Department. And if you read any of that, it was pretty damn convincing that this guy did nothing wrong, that the witnesses were lying, that the DNA, everything lined up with his story exactly. Yet. I disagree with you. Having studied a fair bit of the evidence, my, my conclusion is different, just for the record. Okay. Yet, Hillary Clinton brings Michael Brown's mother on stage with her while campaigning. The, the clear message being that this young man was the victim of the murderous police when it was her own administration's or, you know, very recently her own administration's uh, investigation from a black attorney general that concluded he did nothing wrong. This is identity politics where it really gets ugly, where they're playing to the to racism here. Yeah, Trump did the same thing. Pardon Joe Arpaio, no. Yeah. Don't, don't change the subject. No, I'm, I'm not. Hillary. I'm giving you a counterpoint that is about a million times worse you, than the one you just cited. Uh, I and don't you're know. citing I don't that know. to be like the know. left. I don't know if it's worse because she's campaigning. It's, it's so much worse. She's campaigning. It's so much worse. She's campaigning on the race of something, even at the expense of truth. Trump so was Trump. Families That's of people that were killed by immigrants. He was doing. Well, I don't, I don't know. The family of people that were killed by immigrants. What's that? He had family of people that were killed by illegal immigrants at his rally. Family of people that were killed. He like also family brought people like that the Clinton accusers, yeah, right? I mean, I mean my But people God. that were well, killed Clinton, by illegal you, I think immigrants. We, I think we kind of believe the Clinton accusers, don't we? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, in general. And the Trump accusers. But yeah, at the same time, it was good right? to see them there, again. You know, there was an investigation. <laughs> it was like Fuller House. So yeah. If that's your metric, no, there was then, no like, investigation of uh, Juanita Broderick. Well, no, that's true. Um, that's certainly true. And she was the one at the. At the thing. Oh, was and, she the one here? I thought it was. It was her, both was, of them. It was two okay. of them. And so Paula let's Jones. let's go back to my question. And Paula Jones, yeah, I mean, she, said, she settled. Mm -hmm. he, he settled for, with Paula Jones. Is that is that what the end of it? He settled in many ways with Paula Jones. No, no, Clinton settled with Paula Jones and Juanita Broderick. Okay, so settled, right? Juanita Broderick. It's still it's like the idea. Of, of of making a signal to people as identity politics like I, I uh, you know because I disagree with you 
Um, I, I actually completely no, I have to admit, believe I don't that Darren know. Wilson was unjustified and killed Mike Brown knowingly well, but, and I mean, even, even Jonathan Capehart, the black liberal, wrote a column saying, and I read that evidence. I mean, talk about that. The, 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 it, it was it was so forensically find detailed. Liberals to give a bad take on any issue. You know what? I guarantee. When we get you. home, you you go and read that again and, and send me a little bit of what you think is unconvincing. But you know what? I, That's I just found, one case. That's just one. I mean, and one, and never I mean, has the Justice Department been more motivated to find the opposite, which means to me it was very credible because you know Eric Holder didn't pick up this case because he was looking to exonerate Darren Wilson. They were no, looking I, I agree with they you. were looking to find right. that this was the racist killing that everybody was saying it was. And it was to their surprise. And I mean it's 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 just very it's very difficult for me to believe that that group of people came to the wrong conclusion about that evidence. It's very hard for me to believe that. I don't have a lot of built in faith in prosecutors. So I don't. I just sorry. Good civil libertarian. Yeah, I'm I'm like that. Just means very little to (laughs) me. I agree with you about that, but this is different. This was more of a. And he's a guy with a disciplinary history. You know, Holder. No, Wilson. Wilson. Like I'm just saying, like maybe for me, all of the facts were some like, yeah, this is a guy who was overly threatened because Michael Brown was black. But they even had they even. Well, they even had the. Like, did you see the pictures of Michael Brown terrorizing that Indian dude in the deli right prior? Yeah, with, it wasn't yeah. That by the neck. Oh, by the scruff well, of the, neck. well, the standard for what justifies a police shooting yeah, is certainly ridiculous. Certainly not a death penalty and, eligible well, assault. No, no. The, 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 they found that Michael Brown grabbed into, went into the police car and grabbed yeah. his gun. Yeah, no. And so oh, the guy shot that, him. That. Yeah. I, right. That's when he yeah. then got shot. I know that was the finding. I'm just saying I found that finding and a they bit found ridiculous. His, they found his if blood you in the are, car. If you are so incompetent as a cop that you let a teenager reach into your car and get a hold of your gun, you should not have your job at a very goddamn minimum. Maybe, maybe you shouldn't so have his job, I'm but that, doesn't, that, doesn't, is, that has nothing to do I'm with I'm saying the, it. With, I don't believe accurate. the excuse of incompetence. That's why I was skeptical of the finding well, okay, in that case. I, I, okay, I did not believe it. So let's move on. Lee, it's difficult to accept that Holder and Obama and these people. That racist cops with a history of disciplinary decisions all of a sudden become bumbling incompetence when they kill a black it's kid. Difficult to Sorry, believe, but it's I think d- my skepticism to believe is justified. That, it's difficult to believe that you have a skepticism that the people in Obama's Justice Department didn't share and test against the facts. Oh, those fuckers who supported torture and drone striking of yes, those, people abroad? Yeah. yeah. Well, because, I don't find it difficult to believe at all. I, I do because they supported drone strikes against the enemy. But they didn't. Uh, view, there were some American citizens they involved. They didn't view yeah, no the people. Right. They, the people Bre- no, was and their that. children. Actually. They yeah. didn't. They they did not view. They took up this whole investigation uh, to fight police brutality. They did not. They did not believe that Michael Brown was the enemy. They were not looking to to make, again. Well, I already they, agree with they, that. I, I'm not familiar with yeah. the facts, but did they exonerate him, or did they just find that there wasn't enough evidence exonerated to bring charges? Exonerated him. They didn't even say that it was unclear. They, 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 they found that the witnesses who said oh. stand up, don't shoot were lying. They actually said this in the report that I, that I recall. Yeah. I you know, who else was exonerated? The six cops that were the only witnesses uh, to the. Oh, but we're bringing something. <laughs> yeah. Well, you well, know, I, I don't I don't Freddie mind. Gray? I don't mind yeah, what a, what about as they call it. What but, is, how is that? What about You have six cops and an unsolved murder. If you can't solve that murder, you were there. What murder? But, can you but solve? she didn't bring the cops but, right, to Freddie the rally. Gray's mom wasn't at his, the rally. His point yes, was so, bringing so something happened with Freddie Gray. That I don't even know. So therefore, the, the whole the Justice Department report is is is. Ridiculous. But also I mean, for what it's worth, I I, I think I fundamentally I, I don't disagree with you that it was probably an act of crass politicism and Hillary Clinton is eminently capable of that. So that, you know, get me no disagreement there. Well, that's politics. But I, but I, yeah, but I also yeah. just want to object to the idea that you can't have a deceased teenager's mom involved in speaking because somebody decided his death was justified, even if it shouldn't have happened. I think that still represents a tragedy that is a reality of fear for many Black Americans. So like, look, I don't. 
yes, it's pandering, it's bullshit, shallow politicking, but I'm not like mortally offended that a kid who was murdered's mom gets I was. a platform I, I'm gonna tell to you say why. that's I, not okay. I, and I, our I'm kids are in danger why, when I'll tell you why it is offensive. It's not because she, the, the mother shouldn't have the platform to speak about the tragedy. It's because the message is that this cop is a murderer. I don't and, think and, so. Yeah, you're, you're making a lot of conclusions there. I think absolutely. just because someone is exonerated doesn't mean that they should have been killed, Noam. Just because no, someone is but, legally but, exonerated. But people don't know that he was exonerated. But be, I, every I, one of us knows if he was a I, white kid, he somehow wouldn't have been dead at the end of and, that encounter. And, and that's still something we're highlighting. You know that's not true. You know, you know all of the data. Of course I know it's true. You know the data that, that's showing that for shootings, yeah. that white people and that blacks, other other arrests and other harassment, yes, but not for shootings by cops. There is They are not overrepresented in being killed by cops. This is this is the data, and this is what I mean. As as I have I'm seen, I'm not going to concede that. This I've was, seen other data, and I just don't I know well enough. But I'm certainly not going to agree with you on that. I haven't that. seen. No, I want to see that data. I, yeah, I, I, I just I, I just can't, can't believe that, that uh, it was on the front page of the New York Times by a black economist at Harvard, actually. Th- that's who fair? said it, who said it was the most surprising result he'd ever seen. I in think the it study. was just. I want to see the study. You're representing something that. Yeah. Google it. I'll send it to you tomorrow. And how many those and how many those black people were killed doing nothing? I mean, the white people were killed and involved in a crime. I think the statistics something like there was a there was a thousand police shootings. It was last year, 2016. Only 68 percent of them involved unarmed people, and there was something like 20 of them involved uh, black people. Or and there, there was a percentage Listen, yeah, of Hispanics. Yeah, yeah. It was crime. Most is of a them big, involved people with guns. Crime is a big hot mess. When you have, and say this, you know, with understanding the full tragedy of it. When you have 7% of the population responsible for more than 50% of the murders in a country, those people are going to have friction with the cops, all right? That is, that is the fucking reality of life, that, that people's, people are not going to fear. They're overworked. Cop, no, cops are not going to react uh, uh, overzealously or, or trigger-happy with Hasidic Jews who they've never seen actually commit a violent crime in their entire career. When you have one group population you're talking about you're talking about black people black just men if you could just put 15, nouns in your group sentences since you're saying something well, a little dicey no i, I just want to make I sure think, i think you said seven percent and you didn't attach anything to it so i don't no, know what I'm that sorry, means I, black males I, we're talking about michael brown so i thought it was obvious okay. i wasn't we're talking, well, i didn't know what seven yeah. percent means i just want to make sure that's also the group they're targeting that's what that's what i'm saying it's kind of like the charles murray stuff which is you're completely discounting what a control group would be right so if i go out and i patrol black neighborhoods i will have stats that say 100 percent of murders are done by the fbi for the entire nation yeah, the entire nation is founded on racism, Noam. Okay, but I'm talking Reality about, check. I'm talking about the crime You know stats. how many white supremacists there are in our police forces? You think that doesn't affect that their charging patterns, their enforcement uh, have patterns? Have you seen what's going on in Chicago? Yeah, it's horrific. Is it real? Is it really happening Talk or not? what about whataboutism, is it, dude. Is it really happening or not? Yes. Okay, so if I were to give you some stats about uh, uh, crime in Chicago, yeah. would you accept it that the, the, the violent crime there, the, the people the people being killed are yeah. almost exclusively black, yeah. and the people killing are exclusively okay, black? Okay, so I would suspect if you had a and microcosm cops, of a neighborhood where the cops have literally always been the entire enemy, have started race wars, which started, by the way, in like the 70s and continued every decade just since, let me finish. no one calls the cops, of course crime's going to be just higher. And, and It's not because black people are genetically more violent, Noam. Really? Is that what I was saying? Well, he didn't, no, th- he but didn't what say are you that. Saying? He didn't say that. That's very unfair. He didn't say that. But you're you're so sure that those statistics represent an absolute. You have to make some of those assumptions I'm behind it to draw that, that conclusion. That 
Leon, I can't even I can't even believe my ears. I'm saying that we live in we all live in the same world. We know what's going on in Chicago. Sure. And I'm making the case. It's horrific. No, and Everybody I'm making agrees. I'm making the case that you can't have that kind of violence within a community without having tremendous friction with the even if the cops were robots. I agree. And they were sent out to investigate all I the agree. murders in Chicago. I agree. The black people in Chicago are gonna hate these fucking robots. That's right. Because they don't because it's humiliating and this is where I'm sim- I'm actually quite sympathetic to the black uh uh innocent black guy, but you know, you wouldn't know that from the way you're reacting to me. That it's humiliating to be called over by the cops, to be questioned, to be resembling the guy who did the murder, to be que- to, to I, I all to to get falsely arrested, mistaken Pulled over because you sure. all of that, but I'm saying that at some point, a fair-minded person, even a fair-minded person who believes there's racism in the police force, has to also consider what is possible in human beings. Could you could you literally close your eyes and imagine Chicago with that level of violence within one ethnic group? But that the people of that group say, oh, no, the cops are wonderful. We have no problem. They treat us just like everybody of else. Not. No, I was just saying I think it's a chicken and the egg problem. Yeah, meanwhile, you're they're, they're killing a kid in Oregon who's where talking on a cell phone. I'm talking about the reality of but it. You but you started by saying when 7% of, people, 7% of people commit X number percent of More murders, More than half right? the murders, yeah. Right, but that is, again, that that is on the books, right, based on enforcement patterns. And I think murders are- No, murders are not based on enforcement. In, in general, actually, there are a lot of unsolved murders, particularly not in Chicago, not by the way. Not there a are a disproportionate not. number in Chicago. No, unsolved, but, but, not, a, but not a lot of, um, come on. So yeah, so let's listen to my three amazing questions that I wrote. <laughs> He's got his piece of paper. Because because I have my Do piece of paper. Do something that will <laughs> spirits where you, yeah. you know what bothers me about it? There what? is nothing, nothing. <laughs> anti-black or or unsympathetic to, to the black community at, in the slightest bit about anything I'm saying. As a matter of fact, I've said on the podcast before, I was like, why doesn't anybody fucking speak for these poor black people being shot in Chicago? No, I think that's you know, fair. It, wh- I know. Why, why what the- I get annoyed by is that anytime you talk about Violence. Anytime you talk about police policy, a white person will bring up Chicago. That is a hundred percent true. Well, I use it's that because like, you because like, you wouldn't because you wouldn't let me talk about the whole country in general. So I, so I had to reduce I'm it. I'm fine talking about the whole country right. in general. It's, what it's, I'm if somebody, objecting if somebody reviews to, the tape, they will they will note that I was yeah. I, I was dragged. Yes, Chicago I just want to say one. I'm objecting to the seven yeah. percent shit being a moral statement. I, I just want to say one thing, it, I, and I just think I, you got to watch I, with I those stats. I'm going to say one thing, and then and then no, they're not one thing, and then we're going to move to my question. Just going to say one thing, and then going to move to the questions i and i'm not saying this because norm is my co-host but like from an outside perspective i cannot believe you you arguing about what hillary did was not it was like it's just beyond me like he's a killer you know who uh, the, uh, he's not a killer he's not a cop the cop that killed him yeah. is not it was not a murder and he was and she put his mom on the stage that's 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 just like a wrong message i don't has so many other do. black people with, with yeah, real stories she could have brought on the stage with Exactly, her. has yeah, nothing I, to do. I don't do. think I disagree that it's pandering. I'm just saying I'm not outraged by it. It's not by any means out of it the normal be, political mean of you, pandering. It should be, because if you, it sends a message that the Indian guy that was choked and insulted is okay. It says that people can lie as witnesses. It's okay. It's, it says a lot of things. Because you my have the three brilliant questions. My three questions. Uh, so again, I just disagree. Exoneration means there's not an issue to discuss there. That, okay. that's I have okay. to say okay. the last word. She's a tough. tough can I say broad? Yeah. So the non-disclosure agreement. You know, I mean, the only one in the room. So I'm sure in democracy, you guys can vote and call me whatever you'd like. Oh, the I, non- don't make assumptions about that. Agre- <laughs> oh. Nobody identifies. Yeah, that. you don't know. Good. 
the non-disclosure agreement now all day on the news saying that this is weakness in trump personality he needs to you know surround himself oh, by this about that. but isn't it maybe this just the world we live in right now well, it's 100% unconstitutional, so it doesn't matter if it's the world we live well, in. Well, I think I think it's it is staff. just completely unconstitutional. Well, we, as in the White House, a hundred. Yeah, we're it talking about the campaign and stuff as well. Right, you know? that's more so, tricky. If it's yeah, just but campaign, but everybody's saying today, like, rights. oh, he's he's paranoid and he's, uh, you know, Obama never did this. Nobody ever did that. But this is maybe the just world that we're living I, I right now. I think politics is different. I think if you put yourself out right to the voting public and you say, "This is me," right, and you have somebody on your staff and they dis they discover that you're a white supremacist, they discover that you're, you know, you are embezzling shit, right? Mm -hmm. I think it violates the First Amendment and public policy for the courts to enforce an agreement that says you will ne never tell the public about what you found. Just as a matter of public policy. But it shows that policy, you have a, 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 a bad uh, interviewing and hiring process. Right? Well, in part, sure. Yeah. But, I, but I agree with you that we live in this crazy world where an NDA might be reasonable in certain situations so you can protect so the maybe, ability to have free-flowing So maybe he's just not paranoid or anything. He just, maybe he's just I smart. I think she's 100% right. I hate to say it, but I think she's 100% oh, right. Oh, you don't hate to say it. <laughs> she's uh, I, I, you know, I, I read an article today that's related to this. By the way, do you agree that Trump is the victim for, for, from these um, women coming out now and trying to tell the story about how he had sex with them? Which one? How was he a victim? He talked what? about it first. What do you mean? A victim? What does that mean? I mean, if he got to have we sex talked, with porn talk, stars, what's he a victim of? I remember you talked about it on a... Yeah. On a uh, podcast or yeah. something, I, I've heard you talk. Yeah, about it. I, I mean, you, in, in order to, to go, in order Just to go, in order to go, my argument, you have to accept the idea that um, uh, that we we don't we're not living in a Victorian era, and that if a man or a woman cheat on their spouse, this is uh, um, things that happen in life. But um, Trump had consensual sex with a few of these women. None of them ever claimed that he forced them or they didn't do it or whatever it was, and he pays them off. Or he doesn't pay them off. And after he's president, they start coming forward and hitting him up in one way or another for money. And I'm saying he's the victim here. They're not they're oh not claiming God. they're not claiming he did anything How to them. How is he the victim? Because they're extorting him. No, they're not extorting him. He's trying to keep their story a secret. That's where the yeah. money is. If he's honest, there's no money there. No. There's I, no money that's, for that's them. My point. Listen, if you think that if you've ever that you have friends who've ever cheated on their wives? I I'm not at liberty to okay, say. If you had a friend, <laughs> if you had a friend, if you have a friend who cheated, if you had a friend who cheated right. on his wife, so your yeah. best friend, yeah, cheated on his wife ten years ago, and yeah. then he becomes famous somehow, right? And now the woman comes forth. So listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell the taper about this. You give me a hundred grand, and I'll keep quiet. You wouldn't feel that this, that, that woman's coming after your friend. Yeah, you wouldn't my, feel he was a victim? But if you know my friends, they'd be like, fuck her. I'm, I'm, I'm asking a real story. Yeah. No, but here's the thing. Here. But the uh, thing is, that if somebody, what if somebody it, it, said, it, 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 people are so programmed to take the other side with Trump that I think they missed this this little point here that unless they're claiming he coerced them or whatever it is, what they're they're really okay. But having said that, no, I, I, they're just I getting money from him. Yeah. He I've, wants them to stay silent. I, 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 I want to say that. Of course, he wants them to stay silent, like right. any like any secret. Listen, I want to say there's a there's an article today in Hollywood Reporter that says that Penn Jillette yeah, I, I read I that, that. Yeah, says that there actually is a tape. Now the the article yeah, that article's bullshit. The article's bullshit. Would you read it? We said, well, I can't. My memories can be changed. I'm very well, emotional. Well, me, what would I say? I'm not familiar with the article. Yeah. Said that there is indeed yeah. a tape where Trump used racially insensitive language well, I think that Penn said. All did the you time, read the rest the of it? That Penn said uh, made him like feel uncomfortable. Now he what it didn't say is that Trump 
use the N-word, although... There was a kind of a strong... I thought there was an no, indication. But he, said, yes, like, but, right? but he said, you can't go by of, my memories because memories are very it, emotional. It, and it goes who's, who's sort that? of there. Pen Gillette. Pen Gillette. But, but, if you read it, but if you read it what? carefully... No, he it doesn't he say that he used it. Definitely friend. not. Oh, yeah. Definitely Nor that he's but I, but I want to tell you guys something. If Trump used the N word, especially if he used it in a way, um, a disparaging way, you know, with intention, I think it's fucking a thousand times more serious and and uh, disqualifying of him to be president of the United States than anything else he has done. I don't think it'll. I, I, I don't think it'll affect him at all. Yeah, I agree. No, yeah. especially how I feel. I oh, like yeah. most of this other stuff, I'm like, uh, like meeting with the Russians can to I, get dirt on Hillary. I'm like, whatever. Why I, can't he do that? I want to be clear, Noam. I don't, I don't think know, you're racist, off. and I know you feel like I attacked you earlier, and I feel like I'm on thin ice. But I, that's why I gave those caveats. But I really <laughs> no, you can say what you want to me. But I really want to ask. See, yeah. this is a sincere question. Oh, is this going to make me feel like a racist? It should. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I just said, I like the I like the setup. I just thought he disqualified me. What is it about the N word that is this magical totem that somehow confirms what literally everything his entire brand about has been about, right? He's famous because yeah. of the Central Park Five, the, who were fucking he was, he innocent no, and that no, asshole no, this, that, paid that, money. Now that okay. is unfair to him. Legally what? innocent. Uh, well, let me tell you That's why. That's literally the exact obverse, by the way, of the Michael Brown story, and that doesn't <clears throat> offend you the same way? These guys were exonerated. They, they were not exonerated, say, and I know a lot about this. I was just reading okay, about this. He built his brand on that. Number two, he built his brand on Barack Obama not being a citizen. Yeah. Number that, three, that, no, it was being, the Mexicans being, about being, your, not, being, right, yeah, being I, born I, outside I, the country. Well, what is that? I'm just saying, well, what what my, literally, exactly. my actual Let's get back question, to that. which is yeah. a real question, yeah. is what is it that, that that is insufficient from his record for you to believe that he's a racist capable of using that okay, word? I will go. I'll tell like, you. Why? Oh, no, I didn't say, I didn't say it was in, not exonerated. But I, I want to know what one. you. I'm, I don't want to misquote you, but I think you said something like it would be a thousand times worse. It would be totally disqualifying. And I have to say, like for me, like someone saying that word. It is just window dressing on top of a long, lifelong history of acute racism from his early okay. developer well, days me, not so, running to black so, people. And so I'm just kind of, I know that's a popular opinion and I'm actually fascinated by why. Okay, I'm going to tell you. And so, how I'm are gonna, the Central Park Five not exonerated? Okay, I want to hear that. Uh, the Central Park, because I read the Armstrong report and I read an article in the, uh, recently about by Armstrong who did the report, who, who, may, who specifically said they were not exonerated. Their press is getting it wrong. What they found was that they... Uh, I mean, if you, you can read it. He said there was there was an Armstrong report, which and the conclusion of the Armstrong report was that um, it's likely that they were involved in crimes that day with this woman, although their DNA was not the DNA of the rape. Well, that sounds like bullshit that sounds to like me. Legally innocent to me. Yeah, no, no, no legally innocent, it. but not exonerated means. What do you mean likely? That what is that what mean? I mean. Legally no, ex innocent. Exonerated means they proved they didn't do something. Well, yeah. How could you prove somebody well, didn't yeah. do well, something? Not, not guilty is not well, exonerated. Course, yeah, not you know guilty. Mean, not yeah. guilty is I not exonerated. I understand what you yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They were not exonerated. And but the, well, the how reason could you be exonerated? The reason, a, the reason, no, it's not what exonerated means. The reason the central part. That's why I made the point that that's the whole. That I the used whole, that word. That was inaccurate. That the holder report. I'm not just only, meant they're yeah. legally innocent, just the same yeah. way yes, that Darren Wilson is legally innocent, and obviously Trump engaged in the exact sign of really messed up But as we know, legally innocent. Yeah, somebody else did engaged in the rape. But I can tell you why Trump is not. This has nothing to do with rape. I lived through this incident. Yeah. Has everything to do with race. Everything we knew about that incident, Trump had no more knowledge than I did, was that these kids had confessed to the cops that their stories matched up and nobody, nobody thought they were not 
guilty. So Trump wrote a an editorial, which I read recently also. Not that saying, one. The not that one, one. The second one second after they one. were legally found innocent. Yeah, that one. Oh, I don't not know. What, what is, oh, yeah, he took a lot one. of political energy what was the to rail one? against Well, they were bad people anyway. They were guilty of something. He, he said bad several dudes. things yeah, yeah. after they were uh, I, You know what? I may be on the phone about this. But there was two? Yes. The first one, I'm going to get the second one. The second one. Find the second he one. He was pissed yeah. so when they it, were found. Well, yeah, that doesn't make him racist. But if you if you read the Armstrong report, I wish I could. I could. So wait, wait, fuck the Armstrong. What was the yeah, sequence of events second, here? Were they thrown in jail and then they were exonerated or found innocent, <laughs> no, or were they retried and found not guilty? Yeah. No, they found somebody else. They were forced into That's confession. That's why I thought they were exonerated, Some, but I got obviously they got found, to check Somebody it. else confessed to it. They found jail. his DNA. His DNA matched. That was the end of it. Because usually once you go to jail, you have to get exonerated. Did, like why, they find DNA I, or something. That's why I thought they but were if you, exonerated. But if you go to trial... it was just bail? Were they just held No, no, they were convicted. One guy spent seven years in jail. No, they were pardoned or something after they got the second guy. Then that's exonerated. Yeah, because usually the only way to get out is to be exonerated. Okay, Armstrong says. One before. This is from the, this is the, from the government the, the panel Despite that. Despite DNA, he says they're guilty. Twenty sixteen. Okay, one second. Well, well, hold that. Hold yeah. the thought. This All is right. from the uh, this is from the city uh, examination of the whole thing. The report said we believe the, the same city that framed them. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, sorry, uh, no, uh, they uh, were exonerated. Okay. We believe the inconsistent. No, this was this was a special commission appointed by the mayor to investigate this. I mean, listen, you can attack as dishonorable anybody who says anything you don't want to agree with. And then if that's the case, then well, let's not even talk about they it. They were officially because, because therefore everything is as you say it because anybody that disagrees with you is dishonorable. But you just said they weren't exonerated. Can they you let are... me fucking f read it to you? Oh, but it's right we're behind you. We're all you. reading it behind you, sorry. Yes, they, but I know they use that word and the guy who's the guy who was investigated says that was... That, that the, the word is not properly being used. I think anytime you're convicted to a jail and then you're released by the government, that is exoneration. I don't think there's any word games we can play with that, Noam. I'm not trying to be a dick. I just think that's actually the English word. No, that's not exoneration. We believe the inconsistencies contained in the various statements were not such as to destroy their reliability. On the other hand, there was a general consistency that ran through the defendant's descriptions of the attack on the female jogger. She was knocked down on the road, dragged into the woods, hit and molested by several defendants, sexually abused, and some other uh, uh, undressed. It seems impossible to say that they weren't there at all because they knew too much. This is what the this is what the report concluded. Oh, they couldn't get it all from the. So that is officers? not the language of exoneration. It is actually. Now and they I were will... exonerated from the crime they were convicted. Now and he also... by DNA evidence and a man can confess to the rape. Uh, what's the word exonerate? All right, whatever. I I I. So I, what's I, the definition I, of exoneration? Exoneration is just a general term for meaning you were found legally guilty uh -huh. and then your conviction was reversed. So you're by not a guilty court or a I think it means to right. be absolved. Well, it does. And legally, that is what they are. The you you may feel like I have a spidey sense <laughs> that they did something, but that's not that legally they're innocent people. They've been exonerated. Right. That's all that means. What is it? There's no evidence Press linking the them Press to that the crime at all. No. Zero evidence. Yeah. There, exoneration. Yeah, there is evidence. The evidence no. is. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you pronounce it if anyone wants to. You know, the, you know, you know the difference is what? with you fucks <laughs> is this. You're so angry tonight. I'll tell you why I'm angry. Because I actually spent like a couple hours really trying to understand this case because right. it came up before. And forming like, I'm realizing it's a difficult with all good faith and effort, you know. By what? the way, I wasn't using exonerated as though they might no, not have done anything. About the wrong. word exonerated, just saying, a legal word. I'm saying that, that I, when I read all about this, I'm like, you know what? 
I don't see how any reasonable person could feel with, say with any confidence that they felt that these kids were either completely innocent or they know what was going on or, or that, the, that the confessions were coerced. This is all really? simply. Yeah, really. This is from reading the facts. Now, you think I have a problem uh, admitting when some defendants had a, a, a confession coerced or that somebody was railroaded? No, I have no problem at all. The difference is I'm not putting my thumb on the scale to what I want to be the truth. So where's the evidence? Where's the evidence besides I'm saying, the what I'm telling coerced you, of, confessions of, of teenage of, boys? Of mouthing off, fucking go home and read about well, it. I did read about it. Uh, so I'm I asking didn't. you, I didn't find the evidence you I found I have an connecting them to the crime. that I'm hoping Tell gets me. us back to a question because yeah. I have to leave in 10 minutes. No, you're not is, leaving. I am. Which is like really like even if, Noam, you spent a weekend in a dark basement learning all you needed to know <laughs> about the Central Park Five. And, get out and now. Very and watching porn. Right? Okay, and let's be fair. So and watching porn. I'm just saying, like, I think that if you're a billionaire, right, and you have some political aspirations and capital, and you're like, this is my one issue. And I think it's fair to say that was Trump's one issue, right? Like, for many years, he would talk about the Central Park Five when given a chance. I don't even he remember He paid a full-page yeah. ad saying yeah. the exoneration was bullshit. Yeah, okay. Did you all find I'm that? Saying the full-page ad? And then, yeah. yeah. I was, all I'm saying is if you're a guy who who could care about anything and you're like this is the thing that I'm gonna this is the hill to die on is these five black kids were un, yeah. un immorally exonerated like I think it's fair to say you're building your brand on something that is inherently racial and when no. you couple that with the birther crap and the Mexicans are racist okay. crap uh, well, I wouldn't go no. listen I, I, New York you, Times do, do, New York Times do you deny article. in any way I don't think you do do you deny in any way that Trump's a racist yes. why does the no, n-word I, I, matter I, 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 let me answer. Okay, so just really. I've been trying to get us through the Central Park Five gulag for 15 so minutes. There, to it get says an no evidence that the police or prosecutors coerced. This is what the city found. No evidence that the police or prosecutors coerced the defendants or fed them stories. Trial Judge Thomas Galligan held an extensive six-week pretrial hearing on the precise issue of whether defendant statements were improperly obtained. His 116-page opinion stated that, with one minor exception regarding a peripheral remark, they were not. For now, you can believe all you want that they were, and you know what? You may be right. But just let's not let's go. On, let's understand you're believing it because you want to believe it. No, no. Because because you think that about cops or whatever it is. No, 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 no. no but there no, you no. but 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 you you have no reason to believe it other than it it it's it's convenient you, you, for your you know, worldview. No, you're just making up things. Now you're making up facts in your mind. No, because I've read a lot about this case, and all you're putting out is the same people who framed these kids uh, did a report on it and Which found one? that they did nothing Listen, wrong. Listen, all the evidence we have about this case comes the, from the evidence that we have. And they're not connected in any way, shape, or form. There's okay. no physical evidence Wait. connecting them to this crime. Zero. Zero. Uh, I, of any of them. That's almost, that. that's impossible. So what happened? What, what happened here? They, was they, anyone they, taken they, out of jail's terms ended earlier? Or is this no, just they, some they were let out. They, they got no, after they found who so actually Trump, did it, they let So, out so what I'm saying is that to go through that Trump doesn't believe that these kids were innocent because he believes their confessions, and he read the same thing that I read that their confessions were not coerced, and they and and they were agreed on a lot of major. That doesn't make him a racist. No, that does not make him a racist. I'm sorry. And let me tell you something. Did if, you read it? You hold on a second. Hold on. And if, and if these Central Park kids were white, and all the facts were the same, you wouldn't say. How could anybody believe they might have done it? You but wouldn't. But it's never white now, people. Now, that's it. now the, the, the birth Ooh. thing. Uh, read read the what birth, he said. I, I do believe, I do 100% believe that Donald Trump would not have taken out a full page ad saying mm. bring back the death penalty for yeah. these five privileged white teenagers. Let me, let that, me, that just wouldn't no, have happened. That, the, the death penalty wasn't about those, but that's what I had read. It wasn't just, a, I don't even think it mentioned the kids, but it happened at the time that that kid did that. Mm -hmm. But you know what? In New York in the 90s, a lot of people were talking about bringing back the death penalty yeah, because because here. people were getting fucking what happened to that girl. This was emblematic of what was happening all the time to people in New York. Oh, we're not talking about that. We're talking about it wasn't the second wasn't, one. wasn't like this ridiculously out of the ordinary event that this woman was raped. People were getting 
Okay, violent so crime. you've managed so now, to say that you don't think the Central yeah, Park now, Five was now, at all racial, I, which the, I think your listeners birth, are going to find a little bit incredible. But putting that aside, let's go to birtherism and Mexicans are rapists. Is bir- this a guy who did not build his brand on being a racist the, piece of the shit? Bir- the birther thing uh, was offensive to me. I said so many, many times, even before he was running for president. I was very, very offended. It's not just offensive. It's racist. I, I it's do not, racist. I do not know what makes it racist, and I'll tell you why. What? Wait, what? what? I'm going to tell you why. Please, <laughs> because I, they, it was no more ridiculous than the the accusations that were hurled at President Clinton or President Bush. I believe, or uh, uh, what? What name? Which name, ones? Which ones are you talking Listen, about? This which, is what happens. Which accusations yeah. that had that, to do that with that their he, actual he, citizenship? Well, let me say, if they, if, they accuse, if they accuse Barack Obama of having killed Vince Foster, they tell you you're just saying that because he's a black guy. Black guys. Are kill you defending people. Hillary Clinton? Uh, what I'm saying that. I will not make the logic. I don't think every criticism is racial. Are you saying because they, they, they no. accused Hillary Clinton of a horrible crime? That I don't understand. What you, what you, they what accused Bill Clinton. No, they accused Hillary Clinton of killing Vince no. Foster. Hillary, they could, not Bill Hillary Clinton. of Hillary of having an affair with with, uh, with, Vince. with Vince Foster. But but either way, it doesn't matter. The point is that they they accused George Bush of uh, being complicit in 9/11. There are. There are, but none of those accusations are fundamentally about someone's racial makeup, which no, the accusation no, that he was wasn't born fun- in this country when he's black well, is. And for you no, to deny that, for you to equalize that with someone's corruption is neither one was a movement. Neither one was a movement. Neither one of those things that you just brought up were a movement. Listen, Birtherism was a movement. Tens of millions of people yeah, believe I'm, that. I, I, listen, and, and it was bullshit. Mm-hmm. And we know it's bullshit. And I'm not, I'm not defending. What I'm saying is that they, they pick and choose. They look for these conspiracy types. They look for the the soft spots. You have a president whose father was from Kenya, who grew up in Indonesia, who wouldn't produce his birth certificate at first, and oh, he didn't. Wait a second. It's true. No, no, no. It's not true because and, because, and then finally it was it was he a couple years into it he, pr- he produced the long well, well, form. He didn't like. Uh, I'm not showing my birth certificate. Who's asked to show their birth certificate? You're right, but he didn't. Oh, but why would he? Nobody I'm saying else this is, has this ever is done how, that. This is how a conspiracy theory... Well, it's like he refused well, to start his opposition you know research against Barack Obama from... Well, well there's the, the accusation that it, that, it, that it started from yeah, Hillary. No, no, it started I, uh, with uh, the now, assistant attorney general of Pennsylvania, who yeah. also started the the uh, the whole truth, trutherism but, but movement. But hold on. But what we do know... Trump came to collect the rent? I don't yes. think he collected himself. He actually did. And okay. That's what the well, stories are about. And you should read them because they're fascinating. Yeah, it, 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 it I, would, I would love to see those. And those might be data points. Secondly, the brand of the Central Park Five. Okay. Thirdly, we've got birtherism. Fourthly, we've got him yeah. running on Mexicans being rapists and criminals. These are a lot of data points at this point, And it's amazing to me. Like, what's, what's what? interesting to me is that his actual policies hurt people of color. Right? Okay. The immigration policies, the asylum policies, they're nuts. Can I ask you and a so question? That's what I can care I more about whether or not he's got hate in his heart. He's our fucking president. Can I, can, can I ask a question straight up? Honest question. Yeah. Is he any different than any New Yorker? Yeah, absolutely. Regular New Yorker. Yes, I know a lot of New Yorkers, and that none don't say, are sexist, don't say racist, N-word, like him. That they don't say <laughs> they, they don't Okay, can I, can I put it a different way? Late, 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 late. Hot but I wear, I've worked at the Look, ACLU my entire career, so I don't, late. maybe I'm in a bubble. I want to tell you something. Yeah. And maybe it's so we converted. Now you know I'm. I don't believe in God, and I, I think it's all nonsense. And, no. Uh, so. You seem so smart. I we converted my son to Judaism yesterday. Shocking. Yesterday. What was he before? He was uh, Puerto Rican. 
It was like it was more. It was half Jewish, half Puerto Rican. It was half Puerto Rican, half Indian, half. It was Amish. It was Amish. Why didn't invite me to the? So my wife's half Indian, half Puerto Rican, and I'm Jewish. But listen to me. So I was absolutely overcome by emotion at this. I cried. And this human bond with my people, as it were, welled up inside me. And I thought about this at the time. I'm saying, this is what we're dealing with, with Americans, that we, we define, and one says, somebody who says, I'm, I'm more comfortable around my own. And we call them racists. Well, no, I don't think all tribalism is racism. And, and yet, we totally respect them if they're the right color they, when they only want to be among their own. And I, I think these are complicit. And I said it began to remind you that the Mexicans as rapist things. And I, I don't want to parse the words. If you look at the quote, it's it's very very bad. Not quite as bad as it's sometimes spun to be, but very very uh -huh. bad. Uh, well, no, because 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 you know oh, you know it's you know the Charlottesville data you, you know people. I mean they're just so yeah. Many. But although it's interesting that he kind of was hold on. So you know it's it's, it's a very interesting thing to notice when somebody quotes somebody. I always notice it. Did they sweeten it, or did they were they able just to use the actual quote? And I noticed with the Trump Mexicans a rapist thing as uh, bad as it was. They they tend to they tend to sweeten it. To make it a little, and it's just How? something to be aware of. I, I don't want to take the time now. If you, if you, if you notice how people do it, but I, I started by saying the one thing, the, the one thing that it, it, it offends. It's not going to change your mind. Of course, it won't change your mind. I think nothing will change this your is mind. Not true. It, it, it was always offensive. The, the more credible editing, I think, was the MS13. It was, it was more. Yeah, it was, it was absolutely offensive for him to call the the Mexicans rapists. I mean, at the time, he was playing on that woman who was killed in. In uh, was it San Francisco, San Francisco by the right. yeah. and racists yeah. are the kind of people that take one anecdote so, and make it a big yeah. statement about it. No, no, no. Right? A, a, a cynical politician can do that. It's not quite the same thing as as privately referring to blacks as the N word. It's not. It's not quite but the same thing. They're willing to treat people the same way. It's weird that for you the difference is like that that thing in their heart. And I would just say for the me, heart matters to me a lot. That for when someone's my friend, it does. Hey, that might matter for me in a boyfriend or a girlfriend or somebody that I'm going to be big sister to. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter at all in my president. What I care about is your policies. Do they hurt people? His do. And they're based on a, a legacy of publicly denigrating people of other races, calling them animals, not, but calling them criminals. But this is the problem. He's not only a racist, he's a fucking white supremacist. No, okay. it's okay. weird okay. Oh, Charlottesville. So, so, so listen. Give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to tell you why. Because, I got, by the way, I got two minutes to okay. talk about because, because, because the trouble with him is, and, what, and what's inconvenient, is that he does it to everybody. This guy is a fucking vulgar animal. To women, to white men, to black men, to Mexicans. So I, 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 I have trouble seeing it as what you're Not saying. To Putin. Because I see no, <laughs> I see no. Uh, yeah, anybody who talks nicely of him, black, white, he, he loves them. Well, pretty, any authoritarian yeah. dictator. Now the Charlottesville thing. This, this was the sad thing about Charlottesville. Oh, uh, that's true. That's, that's a good thing. So yeah. twenty. We talk about twenty uh, Nazis show up. Yeah. And. A few hundred Antifa. Where at this latest Unite the Right? Yeah, yeah the one in DC. And who were who were uh, slapping cops and uh, uh, you know uh, spitting on them as all, and and basically all the violence and trouble came from the Antifa. Yeah, the Antifa is the problem. I think, no, no, and, 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 no and 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 terrible. 
Well, they are. They are. Antifa is a problem. Shocking. Hold on. Hold on. They are. They are the problem when they're when they're saying down with the United States of America, down with cops. All cops are pigs. They weren't just. They weren't just. They weren't just protesting Nazis. I didn't see that. Oh well, as everything else, you did. Yeah. Did you watch it or did you read about it? I read about it. Oh, what, did you read about it? What did you read about it? The Washington Post. There's a big article there, about there it. There are a lot of embedded reporters who have taken major issue with that, and, and, and actually you should look it up, that there were a lot of embedded reporters who were at both the D.C. rally and in Charlottesville for the anniversary. No, not Charlottesville. No, 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 no I know, yeah. but, but they were both. Yeah. But the Washington Post are quite know was about D.C., but the reporters that were there said that the Washington Post was a bullshit trend piece that conflated like one thing that a reporter saw, and they okay, said their experience the was not like the that. Washington, the well, their experience might not have been, yeah. but the Washington Post reporter also talked about seeing video of it. And listen, listen. Do you see? Do you see? Do you see a pattern here that any that anything that's reported credibly that you disagree with, you just want to attack the source? No, not at all. No, no, yeah, right. but I, I see the pattern. How do you? How do you? How do, I, how I mean, do you? Uh, how do you argue against a group that is protesting Nazis? Listen, because I because I read an article in the Washington Post, not a conservative mag, and I take it at face value. Okay, so even if and it's you true. didn't even read it, and you know it's bullshit. No, but even if it's true, say it's true. No, I say it's that true. That happens to be an article where yeah. members of the press. Have Why is that? It wasn't the only place, and by the way, it wasn't the only place I read it. It was so Antifa is the problem because they're protesting. No, when I, when I, when I, when I started, what I started to say was that if Trump were to this year, as opposed to last year, have said, you know, there's shit on both sides, he might have gotten away with it. Maybe. That's all I wanted to say <laughs> because because if you look at it, this it, 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 it doesn't seeing what happened this year. Nobody got killed on the right and all that stuff. It doesn't seem like such an outrageous statement. You the the, the hatred towards well. They say they're protesting Nazis. There's not a fucking word came out of their mouth about Nazis. Oh, the hatred against Nazis is out of control. Listen, well, where else do they show up? By the way, the Antifa that I've well, they show up at like the the G10 summits. They they yeah. they, they, yeah. they, they so they, they use violence to protest everything. Liberal, liberals as in good standing as Peter Beinart have written long critical articles of Antifa and what a threat they are. I mean, you, you, Jesus Christ, yeah. Tony. So are you defending them. the violence? Or, I, mean, I, I disagree. Uh, yeah, because uh, I obviously think that when they are not like imminently protecting people from well, harm, what that violence that have they? Well, I, 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 well, oh, give me an example guy, of their violence that uh, they in, committed in, on uh, someone. In, they kill somebody. In Oakland, yeah. no, I don't think there have been any deaths. But in Oakland, there was a guy who was very severely injured by a dude with a bike lock, like in the head, like who, who had very yeah. serious damage. Has anybody? I do, I do has, work on college campuses. I saw Antifa show up at Berkeley and cause a hundred thousand dollars in property damage, hit people over the head with poles. I mean it's and what were they and start fires. Because I do think that one of the reasons and, and this isn't even a moral comment, one of the reasons and do we that even I know think that there Antifa were is Antifa or just people was in part that like on like alt right Twitter and white supremacist Twitter people were talking about being afraid of being outed by Antifa. That 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 they knew that they would be crowdsourced on Twitter, they would be found found and might be fired. And I think I think for people who are civil libertarians who value free speech who aren't racist, right, who want to see a more just world, that's something we have to grapple with. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I think Antifa is affected by their own goals, at least by the statements of the alt-right that they oppose. Fewer people were willing to turn out because of fear that Antifa would expose them and they would lose their jobs. And I just think that's a fascinating fewer, thing. Fewer people I've accept. When, when you bring something down to 20 people... Right, but Paul Malin, the, right, is a, Nazi, a neo-Nazi. There's a, a neo-Nazi or KKK enthusiast who just won a primary in Missouri. So I just, I don't want to really Lee, Lee finish, when you bring when you right? bring something that got that, I mean, everybody in the country knew about this, and you bring it down to 20 people, you are, there is not, there is much less actual interest in it than we were giving it credit for. Maybe. 20 people is virtually nothing. Maybe, but I think that's why fundamentally I'm a free speech advocate. I thought there was going to be thousands. I, I'm not sure that I agree with that conclusion. 
description because I think that a lot of that was chill and fear on the part of white supremacists, and I, I've struggled. So with how that. many would there have been without the chill? Forty. I don't know, and I want to know. How I many were sure? No, because they're well, look at QAnon, right? That's cra those are the people who would go to that march, and they're. Weirdly, thousands Sh of them I don't know. Online. I don't know about that. Charlottesville was very few, also, actually. Yeah, it didn't but seem like there were that many. Yeah, well, no. they all disavowed it. Remember, and the white nationalist groups have all split, splintered, like Alex Jones versus Cernovich versus Kessler. Yeah, so they're a bunch of crazies. Of course, they they're, are. they're not. A, they're not. Saying, a, I, what not. percentage of the pop of the population would vote for a white? Uh, white supremacists, you think? Well, apparently, uh, 50%. Almost that's that's last the time. thing I'm freaked out by. Hmm. What do you think it would be? That I think the fact that attendance went down at the DC rally, like, although we could take maybe some superficial comfort from it, and I'd like to. I don't. I don't mean to be just like oppositional. My concern is that you heard it. She said it. Right. I, like my concern is that the reason I favor free speech is because I want to know where the fuckers are. Me too. Right? I, and, I agree with that. And that's what freaks me out is that there is so much organizing. The fact that Paul Nalen got a bunch of votes even though he didn't win. The fact that this Missouri Republican, who's now been denounced by the Missouri State Republican Party, which by the way takes a real acute public on the record racism to get there, I think yeah. we can all acknowledge. Like. Those are institutionalized. But didn't anyone by like twenty five percent of the vote? to vote for those people. Did anyone like like twenty five percent of the vote? Yeah, yeah. He, well, he had a huge victory. So I, I mean, that that, article that's right what freaks me out is that it, there there is I think this difference between people willing to go public, right, to be seen in public as associated with white supremacists and how Americans sometimes act at the ballot box. And that, as a free speech attorney, yeah. I'm just saying that's why uh, I'm uh, in all the way on the first. I'm season. I'm I want to see well, it. And, and, and this relates to you to it. I'm afraid of the following. That there are a lot of people out there, not hateful racists, who we talked about earlier, who feel like they are so prohibited from saying things that they feel about not liking being attacked because they're white, not liking affirmative action, not like you, you, you know the whole list of stuff. Yeah. That when they hear somebody like Richard Spencer talk, and this is something that uh, Coleman Harris, Coleman uh, Hughes. Hughes said on the. The podcast that that and they say, listen, once you once you buy into the logic that it's okay to, to organize by race on you know as black, Asian, whatever it is, then how can you not buy into the logic that it's okay for white people to do I it? Mean, you're fundamentally saying and, that people are vulnerable and, and waffly and have no and, fundamental and, principles, and, but they're ready to turn into a racist and, and, because they're racist. When, and when you're and when you're and when you're and when you're using their identity as an epithet, every day, white males, white males, even as well, they begin to feel like they want to push back. And they say, how do we push back against this country that is making us into an epithet? And all of a sudden, they find themselves voting for this guy who's not afraid to speak out that way. I'm sorry that you feel oppressed as a white dude, no, but I don't no, no, I'm, your positive theory. I no, just don't buy it. I, I, I don't believe that people I'm are not, it's not me. I'm talking about liking Richard Spencer well, or voting why, for why did Michael Moore? Why did Mike diminish? I'll, I'll put it different. Why did Michael Moore know He's that a Trump... He's I'm not going to defend anything. Either. Because he, he understood the mentality of that white working class people, the people that he used to champion mm -hmm. in Roger and Me. Mm -hmm. Why did Michael Moore what? He believed that Trump would win okay. because he knew that Trump and this rhetoric would reverberate with his yeah, people. I, right. I'm, I'm with Noam on this. I think people vote based on their emotions. And I, have, I grew up in the Midwest. I have a lot of family members who voted for Donald Trump. And what you talked about, they just said, I, 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 I hated just feeling like telling me I was the bad guy. I go, I go to work. I come home. I make dinner for my kids. I go to sleep. I go to work the next day. And all of a sudden, I'm part of this, this system that I I don't feel like I'm a part of, whether whether that's 
true or not, they, they were just tired of it. They were just tired of They felt like the victims, whether they were the victims or not. I, I, and they, they felt like Donald Trump was sticking up for them. And I, are they racist for doing that? I, I, don't I think know. I'm just a little sick of like the New York Times trend pieces that only focus on like that tiny sliver of theoretically mm -hmm. persuadable Trump voters who like read a very wise column and feel empowered. Like it's just his friend. Be so, careful. So much media. It gets so so much disproportionately much media as opposed to say turning well, out people. Well, it's right? easy. So I'm just a little sick. Of it's it's easier just to draw a like call. Zero one percent of the population that's going to switch their vote because they feel oppressed as an old white dude. We don't live in a society where you can talk about multivariate causes for different things. It's black and white, good versus evil. It's only one cause for everything because otherwise the narrative gets complicated and it's harder for well, to stick with it. I, 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 I look at one reason why uh, Trump won is forget about racism and and culture and 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 unemployment and all this stuff. I did, is that five million people that voted for Barack Obama in 2012 voted for no they voted for Trump in 2016. No, eight, eighty thousand, eighty thousand. Five million. Yeah, but that's not why he won. He won. He won well, eighty thousand. How is that he won possible? Because he won Minnesota. How could five million people vote for Barack Obama in 2012 vote for Donald Trump in 2016? Well, that what, makes no sense. What, what, Somebody what? they wanted to be beer with, I guess. Yeah. But that make I can understand racism, everything, economic woes, everything else. But how did you vote for Obama? It's four years later for Trump. Gender, I think it's a, it doesn't make any, I it's can't also, understand. It's also something. who he ran against. You know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I was, I'm, not a sexist. I'm not a sexist, and I would not have any interest in having a beer with Hillary Clinton. The other two dudes, like, I don't like Trump. I think he's a white supremacist, but I think I'd have an interesting beer. Listen, would you vote for Romney I'm, then? Or, gonna, or, or, uh, oh, God, no. What a stiff. He wouldn't have a beer anyway. I was Listen, this is what I said. There, there, are the, there is a big big segment of the, the country that this make America great again, not in, not, not the racial maker, like to bring back this kind of unified America of our youth that reverberated with them all through the, 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 the Midwest and everything. And, and, you know, can I say what I, one of the things I just can't, I can't get on board with this. I, I, it sounds like it's virtue signaling on my part, but it's, re, it's really not. It's just always what I think. I just, always resist this simple narrative of good versus evil. These are the sure. bad people. These are the good no, people. Sorry. I've known so many people of so many walks of life, and they, most of them have some redeeming value. I even even, even our racist grandparents. I agree. But that nuance makes no sense unless we're willing to draw some limits at the edge. And for me, Trump's over the line. And I don't yeah, think Trump is I'm over a the line. black... I'm not that person. I, I've been... Called a not, I've been called a white supremacist by yeah, people. Yeah, but, but, but look what, but look, but look, called a crazy leftist by people. But look what you do to me. I, I say this and you say, well, I'm sorry you feel put upon as a white male. It was, it was kind of a, you know, it, it's just not a, a fair way to, to characterize what I was saying. I'm describing some other people. And okay. I, you think I care as a white male? I'm on top of the heap. I'm, I have a, a, I'm living in, I'm li well, I, I worry how it might play over the air. I, I live in New York. None of this, none of this matters to me in the slightest. I know that. You know, I, I don't work at a car factory. I'm not, I'm not affected by any of this. My life couldn't be better. My kids are of color. I don't even have to worry about them and their future in terms of being white in America. They're gonna, they're cool. gonna. You have your SJW. My actually. kids are gonna get into Harvard with affirmative action. How do you like them apples? Yeah. All right. So, so, so really, this. I'm not speaking from my own person. I'm trying to understand people in a more complex way than saying, okay, these are the evil people. That's, and that's really all we need to know about them. And any, and anytime they criticize a black man, it only because it could only be because he's black. And anytime they think a black man is guilty, it's only because he's black. And anytime they, and anytime they don't want an immigrant, it's if that immigrants, we said last week, what if 
What if the Mexicans? What if the Mexicans were all white? Yeah. But exactly as they are now, Mexico and so Canada I, I, and Canada was of color. I really have to leave. So I just can I say like a twenty second response yeah. to that? Yeah. Which is. Before you say I that, was like, they're always punching down. Yeah, that's, that's a big thing. That's yes, part of what I was that's not say. racist. And, I don't, and by the way, I yeah, don't. Is. When I come on here, I often react very hysterically to you, in part because I, the way that you set up questions, I feel comes with your own worldview, and I'm responding <laughs> with mine. So yeah. I think we're all biased. Yeah, but you get personal. I never get personal. You what? get personal. What? I get personal. What? what are you talking about? I really don't. What? Oh my oh, god! We got to play this tape back. Shut your mind. But I'm telling you, I don't get personal. Yeah, you do. Do I think? I don't think I'm a hysterical person, actually. I don't think I'm that kind of black or white or right versus left or no, you're wrong not. or right. Yeah. I generally actually think I've taken a lot of positions. My whole life I've been a free speech attorney in a liberal bubble. That's not easy. What I am saying no, is that not. right now, I think we are in extraordinary times. And I think for pe people who demand nuance, right, the, the folks that are the kind of neoliberal leading thinkers of the world and why they're having such a tough time right now, is because they are demanding nuance. They are demanding classical liberalism in a time when the norms are off the motherfucking table and we're all trying to figure out how to retain the core of our democracy. And I think people are just so frantic because they believe if Trump is reelected. Well, forget reelection right now, right? While we're babbling about Omarosa, he is systematically destroying the entire structure of the government in ways that are not even getting press. So I just think I would have a little sympathy right now for the idea that people are a bit prime for an us versus them mode because I think a lot of people feel that their survival is at stake, human rights are at stake, yeah. fundamental core issues of right and wrong are at stake. So to rearrange deck chairs and say, oh, whence nuance, it just feels like a weird fucking time for it, Noam. And I think on, on core, but it was all reversed under Obama. Preach it. But I'm sorry, it was the same under Obama. A lot of sympathy for like the greatest threat to America right now is Midwestern white guys who feel like they've lost a bit of their primacy. Like, that is just not what I'm going to bed. I see how you characterize they lost their primacy. Yes. That, that's not, that is that is not the way it's I would put it. It's statistically true, man. Uh, how about, white how men about, have owned this country as a fact. No, no, no white. It's not me being I still do. You see, but you're, but you're treating people as a group. Individuals. Okay, our country is race-based, so it's real weird to say in, that the people in it have to be race neutral. It doesn't make in, any logical Well, this sense. is why I look at the world. Individuals who live in, in, the, the, can, in the middle of this country who used to imagine a future of manufacturing and car factories, whatever it is, you know, good work that uh, they they see no future anymore. Yeah, but that's not and that, people's and, fault. That's machine's fault. And, and it's the politicians and, and, who scapegoat yeah, the brand. And that, and that, and, and now, and that, it's their fault for voting for those politicians. And, and that, yes, and that yes, worries them. And they had a candidate who said, you know what? I realize how you're feeling now, and I'm going to change that for you. Yes. And you see them as white. And, and for you to describe them Imagine, would you have the nerve to go into one of those houses that's struggling now and say, "Oh, you're just upset because you lost your white people primacy." They tell you, "Go fuck yourself." I might, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, but but they, you you, you, you know, you, that violence, not but true. I would say yeah, that you if should, you are a white, if you, you are not should, a white you'd be person, horrible to say it'd be that. much harder yeah, it to put aside the legacy of the Central Park Five, of the birtherism, of everything okay. we've talked about, and say, you know what? It would be horrible. My fees are more important than the systemic. I would not go demonstration that this guy's a monster. Listen, I would not go. I would. I would not treat any family struggling or have less sympathy for one or the other because they happen to have the same color skin as someone else who might have done something bad in planet earth at some point that's, fair, and I that's fucked that. up it's I, it's yeah. i can't, and this is identity politics and this is what's wrong with the country that we can't that what the hell i'd be like what are, well somebody white had slaves or somebody white was racist oh yeah so dump on me because i don't have a job anymore oh you, you know, but they, but they, they can't they but they are dumping 
they 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 they, they find it. They, they, we'll hold have, on. In a zero sum game, we'll have some victims. They find and those an, victims are going to be the they people find in power. an no. inability to even muster empathy for these people because they're white. I have empathy. Wait a yeah, second. I, 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 white people aren't know, getting empathy? I just want to be on the record to say oh, wow. I have empathy I, for white people. But, wow. <laughs> white people <laughs> have a lot, are suffering from a lack yeah, of yeah, empathy. Let, let Nico get the last no, one. No, no, but I think there's yeah. something to what Noam is saying. Thank you, Lee. You're the yeah, best. Thanks, guys. It was, it was economic anxiety. How else do you explain West Virginia going for Obama in, in 2000, I believe 2012, and then going yeah. for Trump 2016. Yeah. It wasn't because their fifis or their feelings got hurt. It's because they thought that this candidate might do better for them and they might back, open up back up the mines, which isn't going to happen. So they can get their jobs you back. You know, it's it's hard enough to imagine any ethnic group, any ethnic group, whether it's whether it's black people in Harlem uh, with gentrification or, or, or any ethnic group wanting to see itself go from a majority situation to a minority situation. That, that's that's it, no nobody would want that maybe they shouldn't care if in an egalitarian society they wouldn't care but living in the real world nobody wants well, guess, to start fucking what do they do hold I mean, on hold on <laughs> but why would any uh, it, it, so on top of that natural reaction why would anybody want that when the, the rhetoric from the people who are about to take over is that you're a piece of shit and I'm saying, why would white people living in in the middle? Why would they Wait not? Why would they not resist their state going from basically a white state when they were kids, white state? To a state where forty percent of the houses speak Spanish. Okay, wait a second. You're saying I understand. I understand you examples think, of um, white people saying Mexican. Did you hear what are, I just said? Piece of shit. But I don't see where, where, where people of color are calling white people pieces of shit. They What's use white. They, they use white male as an epithet all the time. I don't want to have a bunch of white people. White, I, 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 look at look at Sarah Young. I want I, I white people. I want to torment white people. I want to see white people come down. Whatever she, they're like well, goblins. Is one person? Do I, I can bring a, no, a she's not one. People, she's not one person. She happens to be the one person that's on the board of the New York Times. Well, you see this everywhere. White people being discriminated against. No, not discriminated. You know what? You know what? What? I'm gonna fucking. I don't want to do this podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. I don't, I'm not kidding this because is, because I can't have a good faith conversation with what? anybody. Because it's your favorite one. But no. white people. It's bullshit. <laughs> You're being a snowflake. Well, it's, 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 you know what? I feel like I'm too smart for this. It's bullshit. <laughs> He thinks I'm kidding. I don't think you're kidding. That's why I think it's... I feel like I'm having a, an argument. You know, what, you, you know what your problem is, though? This is what the problem is. That if, you don't want, if you don't want to really think about these things in a little bit le more deep way, you're going to miss the truth of the situation. I'm, I'm saying that you have to understand people as people. People, uh, whether they were black in that situation, white in that situation. What does it mean to be part of a community and then have your whole community change Know that your your this can affect your life. No longer have the economics. What would you be capable of? The great Tony Darrow with your yes. superior. What? How? How? What would you be capable of resisting? Well, this, I, guy, this guy. Was this I can guy? This guy. This guy. This guy. Coleman said it was, it was the greatest thing he. I heard him say. He says, you know, if you grew up in a, a society with of cannibalism, you'll be a cannibal. And to think that you wouldn't be is bizarre but it would imply that you have some superiority but to think that you would be and realize it means that you have to uh, uh you have to realize that you can't it's not as easy as just making people evil you have people in human situations you have to understand is there something is it i guess i'm, I'm not expressing well is there something maybe a little bit more deep to this situation than the fact that they're just racist
No, I understand what you're saying. But, we, but you have we, no interest in it. No, because... You couldn't I, care I, less. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because what you're, what you're explaining is the difficulty of being a white male. Like the, the, the prejudice... I'm saying any person of any color who, who sees... Who, who grew up as the, the norm, who sees a future now where they're going to become a minority. I, I understand who would that. like that? Would I, you I, like that? I understand that. But whatever that is, however awful that is, however that terrible burden that they have to carry is nothing compared and, and you know to the burden that minorities Of course, I never said it did. And you know what sickens me? You take any fucking liberal neighborhood on the Upper West Side. Mm -hmm. If that neighborhood starts turning black, they're all fucking getting the hell out of here. All of them. All of them. Sure. Fucking hypocrites. All of them would get the fuck out of there. When I when I lived on 100 Street and Riverside Drive, when I lived on 100 Street and Riverside Drive, 100 Street was like all white and Jewish. 99th Street or 98th Street, I forget which one, was like all Puerto Rican and, and black. Same buildings, same everything. What had happened? One of those streets had started to change in character, and everybody got the fuck out, and the whole street turned into a different thing. These fucking white liberals who judge and where they would do the exact, they would do exactly the same thing if they're equal. They would do exactly because they just judgment. They would do exactly the same thing if their equilibrium were fucked with. If all of a sudden they found that they were going to be the odd person out living in an all-black neighborhood, just like somebody in Arizona saying, I'm going to be the odd person out being in an all-Mexican neighborhood, they get the fuck out or they vote for the politician who will turn oh, that, it around. That's a generalization. You're saying all people moved out of there were liberals? All right. All right. I think, I, 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 and, and, and by the way, you know what I think? I think what I'm saying is fucking unassailable. Unassailable. And, well, let me tell you and, and anybody who doesn't agree with it let is lying. You, let me tell you a story, and I want you to put up a counterpoint to it on the other side. Yeah. My friend was looking for a house in uh, right to live in Pearl River. He's looking for a house up there, so he calls uh, the realtor in the area. He lived in Yonkers at the time. He says, I'm looking for a place, you know, I'm getting married. Yeah. And she lives in Yonkers. Oh, yeah, we used to live in Yonkers. And then uh, my husband came home from work one day. He was sitting on the porch having a beer, and he, and he sees a colored guy walking down the block, and he says, uh, he says, we're moving. He says, we're out of there in six months. She says this to him on the phone. She doesn't know who he is, if he's white, black, if, it's, if his wife is white or black. Mm -hmm. She's just, the realtor just feels free to say this on the phone. Now, give me a counterpoint that where a white person would experience that type of racism, where someone just feels freely to speak like that in a professional way. Uh, they will experience it uh, in the states which are becoming predominantly uh, Hispanic. In way, unless you example. unless you believe that Hispanics are somehow inherently less prone to the human evil of racism, Do Hispanics move out of a neighborhood because white people move in. They will. Will they? I think only if the rent gets so expensive. Well, <laughs> well, what, 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 what you add to it is the element of crime that you know, but it, it, the white people bring. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That, that that makes it so that there may be more tolerance for it, but the fact is that. You look out in the world and people tend to segregate among their own. That's just the fucking way it is. And, yeah, how, and how does that happen? Well, I mean, I mean, in any well, lunch cafeteria in well, high school, I mean, the black guys sit with the black guys, the white guys sit with the white guys. And, and this is a very, very deep thing in human nature. And, you know, but, 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 but I go back to what I said before, which is that, listen, if my neighborhood, we talked about it, if my neighborhood started going Hasidic. Yeah. I would get the fuck out. And I'm no anti-Semite. I would. So what, so what would they call me? 
And this is, this is in, in, to a greater extent or lesser extent, is part of the picture here of just people saying, oh, this, is, this neighborhood is changing. It's not going to be my neighborhood anymore. Mm, They're yeah. going to be speaking Spanish. They're going to think their but, kids may not want to play with my kids. A, I want to go to the neighborhood, which is all like me. But that's not also racism, because like, I'm getting old now. I wouldn't want to live in a neighborhood with a lot of kids. I don't think this is why Trump became president. I know, a lot of, <laughs> I know a lot of Trump voters. No, it's part of the We look at everything through an identity politics lens here in New York City. Uh, I didn't know a single person who voted for Donald Trump here in New York City. My parents didn't know a single person who voted for, for Hillary Clinton in Illinois. I know and, everyone in my community did. And, and where? And everyone Trump? I know voted. Yeah. Well, I, I live everyone in Manhattan. Yeah. I, you, yeah. 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 My dad I does. I everybody, everybody I know. I didn't even support Trump. But you, you, I go back home and I talk to all these Trump supporters. They're not talking about the demographic questions or anything about identity politics. They they just, about? I mean, they, they hated Hillary Clinton from the 90s. You, you talk to women who are in their 40s, 50s, and 60s about Hillary Clinton. They, at least in my experience, have yeah. an outside viciousness toward her. And you talk about it. my parents, small business owners, they didn't like the idea that from Obama back in whatever, 2009, you, you, didn't, you didn't know this. That. Yeah, I mean, that, that really stuck my parents hard. It had nothing to do with his race. And, but that's what they'll be that's what they of think of. That's what they think of when they think of the Democratic Party. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, gonna, it's all those things. I, yeah, I agree yeah, with that, too. So yeah. thank you guys very much. If you want to share your information, contact information, Twitter, or email. Yeah, I'm just at Nico Farino on, on Twitter. Yeah. The free speech guy. We didn't talk about a lot of the stuff I do for work, so I'll leave that out. Nice. <laughs> uh, Lee Rowland is my favorite, just for the record. I remember yeah. even, even though uh, she, she gets I'll she be gets in the mad. corner of McDougal and start giving hand jobs to <laughs> yeah, about 1030 to 1130. I thought you were off that. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> money got tight. Uh, Labor Day. Once I put the white hands away. All right. All right, thank you. Oh, I, don't, I don't get personal. I don't twist anybody's argument. I, she, what she does every time is that she'll, I'm making and she'll, and she'll put it on me like, oh, so you're saying blacks are genetically inferior. Oh, so you're saying you know what I think? I white think guy. She's, she's I don't trying to get no, you. I agree with that. I don't she, think you no. do get, like, you, you present your information. I think you get emotional sometimes. I don't think no, I didn't say I didn't get personal. emotional. I said I don't, I don't get personal like, like using an argument. I'm going to put your uh, number in. It, it's a tactic. I think she's trying to attack you to get drive you crazy and to get her points yeah. through. She's very smart. She's smart. She's smart. She's smart. I wish she was still here when I talked to you. I'll introduce you guys on. Uh, I, I have plenty of ways to get in touch with her. She's a, nice meeting you, Hey. Hey. She's a good person. Did you get a beef with her? With her? No. God, no. Thank you. But I want to talk to her about. It's got hot in the middle. Did you turn it down with him? I might have. I might have like rolled into the way of it, honestly. You You're right. Thank you. Well, it's good. Yeah, I'll go up till 1.30. Are you? Is he going downstairs? Yeah, he's going to go down. Wait, are you taking a shit? <laughs> <laughs> I see that's it, man. See you, man. You on that, sir? Yeah, I'll be down there. See you, man. See you, man. See you, man.